Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We have so much news to get into here today. We were not live on Sunday. And oddly, I think for the first time ever, WWE announced releases on a Sunday. Normally they release them on like a Thursday or a Friday, but yesterday we heard about the releases of several WWE performers, including Emma, Darren Young, and Summer Rae. So obviously we've got to talk about that on the show here today. We've also got Raw and SmackDown coming up. Samoa Joe is at Raw tonight. But guess who is not at Raw? Roman Reigns, currently not medically cleared to return to the ring. We're going to talk all about the situation with Roman Reigns, Bo Dallas, and Bray White here on the show today. Updates on everybody, updates on other people that have been gone, and will be coming back very, very soon. We have also got a bunch of news on everything. I got so much stuff right here. I got four pages. There's no way we'll ever get through all of this year. WWE's 25th anniversary of Raw coming up which is going to be broadcasting, by the way, from two different venues. We got Leo Rush's tweet that got him a ton of heat, not only from other fans on Twitter, but the wrestlers were furious at Leo Rush yesterday. We got notes on Don Callis and New Japan, as well as Impact. Bound for Glory is coming up this Sunday, if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling. We had a UFC show this weekend from Brazil that included Kobe, uh, Colby Covington getting a ton of heat for a a promo that he cut straight out of the playbook of, well, a bunch of other guys who never got the kind of heat that Colby Covington got. We can talk about that here today. Also, Michael Bisbing and a lawsuit out against him. I have the full lineup for the Bound for Glory show. Mark Hunt. There is a statement out from Dana White about Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt is very, very upset with Dana White. Dana White's just basically telling what he believes is the truth of this situation right here. Like I said, I'll try to get in everything. Not sure I can. I'll do my best. I'm solo here today. No Mike Sepper Vivi, no Dr. Lucha. But we got a lot of time, so we're going to kick it off right after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. 
Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, let's get a show on the road. we got a lot to get into here today. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi, no Dr. Lucha. Just four straight pages of news in the smallest font I could shrink it down to here today. If you want to give us a call, 844-411-5411. That is 844-411-5411. Text messages can be sent all day, 425-780-7566. I'm on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Keep everything on topic today, although we do have like 5,000 different topics. So, a couple of names coming back here soon. Samoa Joe is at Raw today. Now, whether or not he'll work is to be determined, but he is there, so he should be back at any time. We have got the current... I guess, build towards Survivor Series. If you watched Raw last week, there was the big invasion angle. All the SmackDown guys showed up, beat up everybody on Raw, and then everybody expected the next night on SmackDown, the Raw guys would invade, but they didn't. Shane McMahon claimed there was security everywhere. They successfully kept everybody out of the building. Now, this coming Wednesday, the Raw and SmackDown crews are going to head over to the U.K., So, basically, what this means is this. If Raw is going to invade SmackDown, which I presume they are going to do, you really don't want to do the invasion the week, like the go-home show for Survivor Series before Raw, because if you do that, everybody knows that's the day it's going to happen, because there are no other options. So, if you want to kind of make it a surprise, your options are either it happens tomorrow, or it happens the following Tuesday. 
Now, the issue with the following Tuesday is they're overseas, and logistically, it's not going to work out. So there are basically two options. Either Raw is going to invade SmackDown tomorrow on the live show, or they're going to tape it tomorrow, and they'll air it the following weekend. So my guess would be probably live because if you tape it, I guess everybody's going to know about it. Unless you could, I guess you could tape the whole thing backstage and, and keep it a big top secret deal, but I'm sure word would get out. So I kind of think that the invasion is going to happen tomorrow. Now, as far as all of the big names that have been out of action, this is from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. WWE officials confirmed today Roman Reigns currently not medically cleared will not be leaving tonight for the WWE's Raw Tour of Europe. Reigns' absence wasn't unexpected since the announcement on Friday of Triple H appearing to wrestle on at least the first week of the Raw UK Tour seemed to be to give the shows a major replacement for Reigns not being there. In addition, since the tour was built around the Shield reunion in matches with The Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro, and that Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose were instead announced as being switched to tag team title matches against Sheamus and Cesaro, also seemed to confirm Reigns' absence. Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Bo Dallas were all scheduled to be evaluated again today. And so Roman, not cleared. Bray Wyatt, however, and Nia Jax are both confirmed as appearing on the tour. Both were expected to be in Baltimore today to take the flight out after Raw to Glasgow, Scotland, where the tour begins on Wednesday. Either or both could make their return on Raw, but they are both there. So as noted with Samoa Joe... Like, everybody is there. Whether or not they work tonight is a, another matter. As noted in last week's Observer, the stories regarding Jacks that have been reported elsewhere were overblown, as there were never any issues regarding her leaving, nor any walking out, nor any issues regarding doing a job. She had asked for a few weeks off, which was not, I might add, a leave of absence. It was always scheduled to return for the European tour, always booked on Survivor Series. Odellis is being evaluated today regarding whether or not he will be cleared to wrestle. And the current projection is for Roman Reigns to return on the November 13th Raw show in Atlanta, which I guess means they're not expecting him to go at all on the overseas tour, not showing up late or anything like that. So, as noted at the beginning of the show, usually when WWE does releases, they do them on a Friday. And they do them on Friday because it's Friday, and the weekend's coming, and whatever news comes out Friday afternoon, people spend their weekends doing whatever. Idea is it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but it's usually on a Friday, the end of the work week. Well, yesterday, for some strange reason, I don't even know why, they announced some releases on a Sunday. Emma was released on Sunday, as well as Darren Young and Summer Rae, Company updating their statement to wish Emma Young and Summer Rae the best in their future endeavors. Young suffered an elbow injury during a match on main event in January and returned to television. Never returned to television. This is Darren Young. Though he came back at house show in September and had been working on the road this month. Young was at last night's Clippers game to promote Raw's coming to the Staples Center in December. Summer Rae's career also had been affected by injury issues, although she'd been waiting to return to TV for several months. Her last televised appearance came when she was sitting in the crowd with Asuka, Becky, Charlotte, and Bailey at the Mayon Classic Finals in Las Vegas in September. Now, as far as the whys, why was Emma released in particular? I mean, Summer Rae hadn't even been used. Darren Young hadn't been on TV forever. I don't think those two surprised people. But 
as far as Emma goes, I don't really have an answer for you. And I have not heard anybody that has an answer other than, I guess Vince just decided it was time to go. The impression I got is that Emma did not know this was coming. The impression that I get from watching television is the creative team had no idea that this was coming. I mean, last week, they built up and built up and built up the debut of Asuka. And she has her debut match with Emma. And if you listen to our pay-per-view recap, I was very, very critical of that match. I mean, there are a lot of fans. you got to think about how many fans are watching NXT. Raw is seen by 3-plus million viewers every week. SmackDown by 2 million-plus viewers every week. NXT is on the WWE Network. they got 1.5 million subscribers. I mean, maybe four or 500,000 people are watching NXT every week. And that's a, that's a fraction of the Raw audience. And so even on our own message board, we have a subscription message board, only the hardest of the hardcore. And there were guys on there that said, I've never seen Asuka before. They'd never seen her before. So you got to think that on Raw and on these WWE Network pay-per-views, I mean, there are a lot of people that had never watched NXT, had never seen Asuka. So after, after a full month of vignettes and hype and the other girls talking about her and how devastating and dangerous she was, what a killer she was, she shows up and she goes, not even 50-50. I mean, it wasn't even 50-50. It's like she got a little bit at the beginning, Emma cut her off and worked her over for like seven minutes of a 10-minute match. And then finally, Asuka makes her come back and she wins. And I, I was just, I was baffled. Like, in a vacuum, it was a it was a very good match. But this is not a vacuum. This is Emma, a girl that couldn't even make television for weeks and weeks and weeks. And here she is, and she's getting the upper hand on Oscar for most of the match. So they they decided to do a, a redo. As I as I mentioned last week, they were gonna do a rematch on Raw. I thought, well, maybe, maybe they watched this match and they saw how less how how little of a reaction Oscar got afterwards as opposed to before and she did get a great reaction don't get me wrong maybe they'll do it and they'll do it right on raw they did the exact same match but it was even shorter they went like five minutes oscar got a minute of shine she got a one minute comeback and emma took like three minutes of the match i was, I was just baffled and of course you know various people on twitter defending it oh this and that blah 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 well now emma's gone and I don't know if it has anything to do with that match. I don't know what happened. I mean, presumably, as time goes on, we'll we'll have people start to talk about this and we'll get more of an answer. But, I mean, I do not know, okay? I don't want anything written on the internet about how I'm reporting something. I don't know why Emma was released. All I know is that they had those two matches, and they were weird, and then she was gone. Maybe it had something to do with it. Maybe it didn't. Maybe they knew she was gone and they were just going to have Asuka beat her twice on the way out. But again, if they were going to do that, why were the matches structured that way? I don't have an answer. But anyway, she's gone. And Summer Rae is gone and Darren Young is gone. And of course, everybody liked Emma. She's very, very popular. And so yesterday, when Leo Rush, who just got signed with WWE, he's 22 years old, just got signed, just debuted for NXT. He goes on Twitter... And he tweets, I guess there are things that happen when you're not truly ready for Asuka. And suffice to say, this guy got so much heat from the wrestlers, from management, from fans on Twitter. We'll talk about the fallout when we come back from the break. Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851-800-552-6851-800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lots of news to get into in the show here today. If you want to give us a call, 844-411-5411. That is 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Going to go to some text messages and phone calls here in a moment, but... First, a Leo Rush deal is noted. He tweeted out a comment. I guess there are things that happen when you're not truly ready for WWE Asuka. And, man, did he get blowback. I mean, you got to remember, when you look at some of the blowback on Twitter, I mean, that's a blowback that you actually saw, people that actually tweeted about it. I mean, there were plenty of people that did not go public with their thoughts on Leo Rush here. 
But a lot of them did. Peyton Hoyce, Billy Kay, Bray Wyatt, who in fact said that this kid ain't going to make it here with the Wolves. And so Leah Rush issued a statement on Twitter saying, at the end of the day, there's a certain level of respect within professional wrestlers in the sports and entertainment industry that is noted within peers. With that being said, am I respect you, everything you've done for our business. It saddens me that the controversial tweet got completely blown out of proportion and looked at in a very insensitive way. As a family man with a four-year-old son and expecting another, I would never laugh or mock the fact of someone loosing, loosing their job because of how it can affect self, person, and their families. Whatever the situation may be regarding the release, you're an amazing performer and respected athlete by yours truly, and I'm sure you will excel beyond expectations. Really, only one person I know of tweeted after that. It was Jack Gallagher. It was very upset that he apologized more for his tweet and it being misinterpreted or whatever, rather than what he actually said to Emma. And he also suggested that Leo take English lessons at the Performance Center. So I could tell you there was a ton of heat on Leo Rush yesterday, tons of heat, and he's still with the company, so that's all I can tell you about that right now. William Regal, this from Brandon here, did tweet, We all make mistakes. All the people who have had heat or problems, have I ever joined in with the pack on you? Perhaps a chat and a bit of guidance would be better. Being a pro comes in many ways in and out of the ring. That was from William Regal couple of text messages here, then we'll go to the phones and get back to some more news. First says, what about Strowman? Well, funny you should ask, Strowman is also at Raw, but I would be very surprised if he worked tonight. I think they're doing that injury angle. I think Michael Cole last week mentioned it would be several weeks. I, I guess the idea could be that they say it's going to be several weeks, but hey, it's Braun Strowman. He's Superman, and he always manages to come back early, but... My guess is he's going to be heading overseas and working there, but not on TV for a little while. But he is backstage at Raw, so I guess if they wanted to, they could put him on TV. And this person says, I would rather watch an Emma match than watch Nia Jax. Well, don't have to tell you, because Nia's back and Emma is gone. This person also said, any news on why Emma was released? Any news on why Neville was not released? Well, I told you everything I know about Emma right now. I would not be surprised if it came out in the next couple of days that Neville was gone, but I guess we'll see. I heard a lot of rumors yesterday. I heard a lot of rumors yesterday, and then they kind of died down. So perhaps there is smoke to the fire, perhaps there is not. I guess we'll find out here over the next couple of days. To the phones, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian, Tim in Miami. Uh, as you know, I seldom defend uh, anything WWE does, so I'm not going to do that. But I, I kind of get why they did the Oscar debut the way they did. I mean, if you listen to the commentary on Raw, they're not trying to get her over as like a Goldberg-style, I'm going to beat you in a minute type of a character. What they were trying to get over was that she can beat you in an instant out of any predicament. And so they had her sell for a little bit. I agree the pay-per-view match was way too long. But that's what they're trying to get over. And when you have a women's division with eight people in it, you can't have her ripping through everybody in a minute. Or else, what's the point? How many how many girls do you have on the NXT roster? I have no clue. Well, it's not a lot more than on the Raw roster. 
They they yeah, went he was having competitive matches. They went over over however many days it was, four hundred and whatever. I mean, worked out fine. Here's the thing, Tim. Every time and and correct me if I'm wrong, every time they have a character that ends up being a hit in NXT and they bring him up to the main roster and have a better idea, a different way to push them, how many times does that end up a positive? Well, like I said, I'm not defending it. I'm just trying to explain where I think they're going. Is they're trying to get her over a very uh, particular way that I think when she gets in there in, in matches with people like Sasha and Nia Jax, I think that's, that's going to work out better that, you know, she can beat you in a second out of nowhere. Well... Well, thank you very much for the call, Tim. I guess we'll find out. I'm, I'm not. I listen. I am so not confident after those first two matches at all. I mean, listen. You can you can do that. Like you can that that, that that's a fine story, but you got to give her some credibility coming in. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a. Uh, I'll think of an MMA example. Okay, like let's say that you hire the top fighter. What are the top fighters from Bellator? And they're coming to UFC, and you you just hype them up and hype them up and hype them up and hype them up. And their first match is against, like, nobody. Maybe somebody that hasn't even ever had a main roster fight. They, they've only been in the prelims. And that's their first opponent. And they go in there, and they struggle for three rounds, and they barely eke out a win. I mean, does anybody care about seeing that person again? Like, we're sitting here, I mean, we're sitting here... I guess theorizing some some idea that they have for Asuka, knowing what Asuka can do because we have seen her in NXT. But again, if you are a Raw viewer, a SmackDown viewer, you've never seen Asuka before, and that's her big debut, she barely ekes out a win against Asuka, why do you care about seeing her with Nia Jax or Sasha Banks or anybody? Like, do something with them first and then tell your story. That's what I'm trying to say here. I mean, Tim may very well be absolutely 100% right. That may be the story they're telling. But the idea that they're out, straight out of the gate, that's the story they're telling. Like, no buildup that she's actually any good. She's just like, she barely hangs on and ekes out wins. That's the character of the great Asuka. After all, that's like the story they were telling going in. They had a totally different story going in. And now they've changed it on the spot. I don't like it. Maybe I'll like it later. But I don't like the idea of it right now. Spursnier says, I need Raw and SmackDown taped same place over season. I need to read these before I read them. Oh, Cole repeated, it's WWE. Asuka will find it more difficult. Okay, I read, read that one right. Why? Why do you have to change everything when, when someone gets called up to the main roster? They changed the characters of Bailey. It was a detriment. They changed the character of, of, of Sami Zayn. It was a detriment. I mean, every time they change something that worked in NXT, it's not for the better. American Alpha. I mean, I, I could sit here and probably go through the list of, of people that they've decided to improve or whatever on the main roster. It's never an improvement. So I'm not I'm not happy with this idea of what they're what they're doing with. If that's the idea, like man, it's tougher here in the big leagues than it was there in NXT. Why would it be tougher? It's supposed to be a third brand. It's not supposed to be developmental. Anyway. Any news on Undertaker? Well, there is news on Undertaker. WWE is going all in for the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. 
company confirmed the anniversary edition of Raw will be taking place at both the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center in New York City on January 2nd, 2018. It's WrestleMania 2 all over again. They're going to be broadcasting from two different venues. I guess they've forgotten what a failure that was when they did it at WrestleMania 2. Matches from both venues will air on the broadcast and will feature wrestlers from Raw and SmackDown, along with legends making special appearances at the Manhattan Center. The Undertaker, who has not been on WWE television since losing to Roman Reigns and indicating that he's retiring at WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash were the first three legends announced as being on the show. WWE has yet to reveal any other details about their scheduled appearances. So there you go. Undertaker is going to be back January 22nd for the 25th anniversary of Raw. That obviously leads to a lot of questions. It's January. Royal Rumble's coming. The WrestleMania show is coming. Is he coming back? Has he decided, you know what? I got one more in me, like he does every single year. I mean, they've teased in promos that he's retired. I mean, Roman Reigns has mentioned he retired the dead man and this and that, but the Undertaker himself has never announced that he is retired. So, a couple things that could be happening here. Undertaker could have decided, I'm going to do one more match, and I'm going to officially like have a retirement ceremony or something like that afterwards. I don't know. Or maybe the Undertaker has decided that he is done, and he's going to be coming back at the Raw 25th anniversary show, and they will announce that he is the first member that will be inducted into the 2018 WWE Hall of Fame. That could very well be what this is all about. But he has been announced as being there, and so he is going to be there. A one-night return to the Manhattan Center is WWE bringing Raw back to where the first episode of the show took place. The venue was home to Raw in the early parts of its run. The episode will also be the go-home show for the Royal Rumble, with that pay-per-view set to take place at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on January 28th. If you are in the area, tickets for the 25th anniversary episode of Raw will go on sale this Friday via Ticketmaster. So get ready if you want to grab your tickets for what will be a gigantic split edition of Monday Night Raw. And hopefully it's not two hours in one place and two hours in another. I do not want a four-hour Raw. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Men is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. There are certain people you can always trust. Your grandma, your grandma's friends, lifeguards, action movie heroes who tell you to trust them. But there's no one you can trust more than your doctor. And when it comes to their own frequent heartburn, doctors and pharmacists trust the power of the purple pill, Nexium 24-Hour. And when you choose Nexium 24-Hour, you'll see why. When it comes to heartburn, trust the brand doctors trust. Nexium 24-Hour. May take one to four days, use as directed. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lots of news to get into here today. Text messages as well. We have phone lines open if you want to give us a call. 844-411-5411. That is toll free, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566 couple of text messages here. First says, what do you think about Survivor Series being so heavy on heel versus heel matches? It feels like they're going to change one or two titles before Survivor Series. That's on top of the fact that WWE is teasing Asuka and Mickey in the title picture now. Well, you know, when you are a heat-heavy company and all of your champions, well, not all of them, but most of them are heels. I mean, a few months ago, like, every single one of them was a heel, but, like, the... Shield or baby faces now, but in general, I mean, when most of your champions are heels, and then you're doing a champion versus champion pay per view, yeah, you got a ton of heel versus heel matches. I suppose they could change some titles on Raw or SmackDown, but I don't think they're gonna. I think this is gonna be the card for Survivor Series. This person here says, I'm going to my first Raw in 15 years. Should I be excited or should I be afraid? Well, let me tell you something. As a man who watches every single show on television, and has gone to many, many, many WWE live events. I love going to live events. I never regret going to live events. Sometimes, sometimes there's weird things about going to a live event. Like, if you haven't gone to a Raw in 15 years, you will be weirded out by some of this stuff that happens. Like, when you watch it on TV, let's give you one good example. Let's say that they're going to do a Baron Corbin-Sami Zayn match, okay? 
So on TV, what you see is Baron Corbin, his music hits, he starts coming down to the ring, they go to commercial. You watch your commercials, and when they come back, he's in the ring, his music is playing, and he's waiting for his opponent. In real life, what happens is, Baron Corbin starts coming to the ring, they're playing his music, and then they stop playing his music, the lights go out, he stands in the ring in the dark with the referee, some video packages air on the big screen, like some people heckle him or whatever, and he's just standing there all awkwardly, and then when the commercial ends, they suddenly, at the the exact same moment the commercial ends, they bring up the lights and his music turns back on, as if it's been playing the entire time, and then they bring out his opponent for the match. Sometimes it's even weirder, like I went to a Slammy's once, and you would have that situation, but you'd also have the situation where they go back to the uh, announce table for them to read the Slammy's or the stage or whatever, and then the guy's standing in the ring for like 10 minutes, just standing there in front of the people. It's just bizarre. It's very bizarre to watch it live, but I do love live events. I went to SmackDown a couple of weeks ago, and I never even watched it on TV, but as a SmackDown TV show, I had so much fun at that show, and... I think you'll have a good time. I think you'll have a good time. This person here says, what about Paige? Well, Paige should be back soon. I have not heard of her being backstage at any events. My guess would be, this is this is my this is my educated speculation here. If you remember Kane returned a little while ago, and Kane had not been backstage at events. Like, they flew Kane in to some random city in Oregon, not even the city that Raw was going to be in. I think Raw was in Portland that week, if I recall correctly. They flew him into, I don't know, Hermiston, Oregon, or something like that. And he hung out there, and then they, they like, covered him head to toe, and they snuck him into the arena, and they hid him backstage until he was going to debut. And, like, there were wrestlers there. I had no idea that Kane was going to be on the show. So for a guy like Joe or whoever that's just going to make a return to TV. I mean, they're just backstage at the show till it's time to make a return to TV. But for Paige, because she's been gone for so long, because she's a big name, and because they probably have some sort of idea for her, my guess would be that she is going to make a surprise return at some point. Now, I don't want I don't want this out on the internet that I'm reporting this, but I want I want everyone to think about this for a second. So, Asuka is not on the Raw team at Survivor Series. And somebody asked us why. My, and and we actually don't know the team for Survivor Series, but Dave, I guess, got the team, because we talked about it on Observer Radio last week, and team involved Nia Jax and no Asuka. Let's just put it that way. I can't remember all of the individuals involved, but Asuka was not on there. So people were asking, well, why isn't Asuka in the Survivor Series match? And my only conclusion, I don't know this, but my conclusion is, well, it's because the Raw team is going to be completely eliminated. And the SmackDown team is going to win the Survivor Series match. Because obviously Raw's going to win some matches, SmackDown's going to win some other matches. So, I do know that as of a couple of weeks ago, Paige was going to be SmackDown, not Raw. Oscar was going to Raw, Paige was going to SmackDown. So they could do something where it comes down to maybe one-on-one or something at Survivor Series, the Raw versus SmackDown women's title deal, or the women's uh, SmackDown uh, five-person elimination match, 
And lo and behold, who could come back to help SmackDown win but Paige and help eliminate that last Raw person and give the win to Team SmackDown. So that could very well happen. That would be a surprise. I had heard sometime, anytime, maybe maybe Survivor Series or something like that. So maybe that's where they're going. I guess we'll find out. To the phone, John, the air, what's going on? What's going on, Brian? It's Moses from San Diego. Yes, Moses. Quick question for you. I know you were talking a little a bit earlier about uh, rumors floating around. I did hear of a rumor that Triple H is going to be leading an NXT evasion at Summer uh, Survivor Series. Have you heard anything about that? I have not heard anything about that. But here's what I can tell you about this. Well, thank you very much for the call. I don't know if that's going to happen, but here's what I can tell you. So there was there was a rumor a while ba- a while back that uh, I can't remember all of the names, but there had been a list of names, and the rumor was that that NXT had been told that all these guys were going to be unavailable after Survivor Series, and I think if I recall correctly, it was like Drew McIntyre and Undisputed Era and some others, and. I don't think there was anything to that rumor. I know that there has been talk for a long time about bringing the authors of pain up. I mean, they could come up at any time. But my guess, maybe what happened was there was the rumors that guys were going to be called up after Survivor Series. And obviously Triple H is back in shape and he's wrestling. And... People put two and two together and thought, well, maybe since it's brand versus brand, Triple H is going to take all of these these NXT guys and bring them to Survivor Series for brand versus brand versus brand. I mean, maybe there's something to it, but my guess is there is not anything to it. But obviously, if I hear anything more, I will let you know. Speaking of rumors, if you were on Twitter yesterday, there were rumors that Gallows and Anderson were released. And all I can tell you is they were not released. So... A lot of rumors spreading around wrestling all the time. Sometimes there is something to it. Sometimes there is nothing to it. Sometimes things are just made up. Sometimes there is smoke to the fire. But, hey, listen, if it's not at WrestlingObserver.com, it hasn't happened yet. That's not entirely true, but we will get all of the news up there after everything happens. So this past Saturday, UFC, Colby Covington beat Damian Maya. The decision, 29-27, 30-27, 30-26. Show was in Brazil, by the way. Damien Maia's Brazilian. Colby Covington, who has been on Impact of late, by the way. Colby Covington cut a promo. And he called the fans filthy animals. He buried the country. And they had to get him the hell out of there. Him and his team literally, they ran out of the octagon to the backstage area. There was police protection back there. People are just pelting them with garbage. Just tons and tons of heat. So UFC was not happy with what Colby Covington said. Colby Covington then issues an apology. This is his apology. I went to work last week. I was screamed at, spit at, assaulted with water bottles and other objects by an angry mob and serenaded by 10,000 voices yelling, You are going to die. I made that even more dramatic by having to switch papers here. My employer had to place security in my hotel room to protect me. I would like to formally apologize to any filthy animals I offended by comparing them to my hosts in Sao Paulo. So at that point, even more fury. 
Senior Vice President of UFC Dave Shaw. In terms of fan reaction with Covington fighting, there's no way for us to support any fans throwing items at any staff or any fighters. However, having said that, we are taking the situation with Covington very seriously. It's already being reviewed by our Code of Conduct Committee. It is something we are not very happy about. Tyrone Woodley says, are you guys really going to edge this idiot on? This is why our sport is becoming a joke. He got outstruck by a BJJ guy. And Antonio Bigfoot Silva, who was a teammate of Colby Covington, was furious and called him a very nasty thing that I cannot say here on the air. And, of course, other people are noting that both Chael Sonnen and Conor McGregor did basically the exact same thing during their careers. And they didn't get this kind of heat. So the idea that there might be, you know, stars get preferential treatment. I mean, that's entertainment. That's sports. And that appears to be what happened here. But lots of heat on Colby Covington. I've also got this. So you all know that Michael Bisbing GSP is coming up. People aren't really excited about that fight, it seems to me. But this from MMA Fighting. Michael Bisbing says there's no substance to a lawsuit filed against him last Monday in California Superior Court. A 19-year-old man is alleging that Bisbing assaulted and battered him during a confrontation at a 24-hour fitness in Anaheim, California on July 31st. This fella, Antonio Georgiakopoulos, said Bisbing choked him for two to three seconds, not allowing him to breathe. He then had to see a specialist for severe throat pain. Bisbing at a media lunch said, here's your comment, total bullocks. Also named in the lawsuit were UFC, WWE, IMG, and 24-Hour Fitness. He says, listen, I haven't even been served with papers, this is Bisbing. They're suing the UFC, they're suing 24-Hour Fitness, they're suing William Morris Endeavor, they're, they're suing Michael Bisbing. Good luck with that. It's completely infactual. From what I've read about it so far, there are many, many contradictions Obviously, it's a lawsuit. I don't want to say too much, but I can just say I'm not losing too much sleep, and I am not concerned. According to the complaint, Bisbing confronted the 19-year-old Georgia Kopolis for allegedly taking his weights at the gym. Bisbing called him, quote, an idiot and a punk and said, you don't know who I am, it is being alleged. Then Bisbing grabbed the teenager by the throat. Lawsuit says Bisbing was served a private person's arrest form. Bisbing was not arrested, according to the Anaheim Police Department Public Information Officer Darren Wyatt. So I can't really read this, but it's Dana White's response to what happened. And according to my calculations here, every other word is profanity. But basically, Dana says the guy is a clown and an embarrassment and a meathead and there is nothing to this, and he is defending Michael Bisbing. So that's the story there. also wanted to read this from Dana. It's about Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, of course, and Dana White are having a big deal back and forth. And Basically, Dana is saying that Mark Hunt was never clear to fight. Mark Hunt recently wrote an op-ed for an Australian website, described some serious symptoms. He wrote he's starting to stutter and slur his words. He's not sleeping well. He wrote he can't remember something he did yesterday. Dana said he was concerned, and so what they did was they offered to fly him to the Lou Ruvo Brain Center, first class in Las Vegas, the best in the world for brain research, to get more tests done, and Mark Hunt absolutely refused. 
And he says, how can I put a guy with these symptoms? He said, he said he's experiencing immediately back into the octagon without additional tests. There's a lot to this story, and there's two sides to every story. But we're heading to a break. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. One last thing here before we wrap it up here today. This person says, with the news at Kenny Omega, 
is scheduled for Supercard of Honor over Mania Weekend. Is this possible move to WWE now a no-go, or is it possibly still in the cards? Well, to be honest with you, I don't think there was any chance of Kenny Omega going to WWE next year at all. I think he's pretty much... My my gut, and I mean, you have to ask him, but my gut is that he is committed to New Japan for another year. And you have to remember that he did the Okada match at the Dome and then was gone for probably like a month or two. And then after that, he re-signed. So, I mean, his New Japan contract won't even be due until early in 2018. I mean, he could let the contract expire, do a couple of indie dates, and then go to WWE after Mania. But my gut feeling is he's not going to WWE next year. But anything is possible, as they say, in professional wrestling. We're totally out of time. I want to thank everybody for listening here today. We'll be back tomorrow with more. I will be back later on tonight with Dave Meltzer, a brand new Wrestling Observer Radio, covering the Raw show tonight. And, of course, tomorrow, brand new Brian and Vinny show, talking Retro Raw and Nitro from 19 years ago this week. We had a new Brian and Vinny show yesterday talking NWA World Championship Wrestling from 1987 and Ring of Honor. So if you're a fan of either, head up there and check those out. And that is it. We are completely out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always, everybody in the studio, callers and listeners. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.